I maybe I did play just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> Welcome back to 88.3 WTs after further review. And now we got a segment that we haven't done in a while. And that is Tales from the Diamond from Frank Vaster. What tale you got for us, Frank? Well, let's just say that it involves a game that seemingly went on for forever. It started, but first it was a game between... Blissfield High School and Hudson High School in Blissfield. And this was a game that I happened to be on the microphone for. It was a pretty big one, too, because these were two teams at the top of the standings in the Illinois County Athletics Association. Both teams have been, I know Hudson's been near the top of the rankings in Division Four. Blissfield has spent some time in the top ten. And so... It began at 4 o'clock p.m. on Tuesday, and it was pretty much the game that I kind of expected it to be at first. A lot of great defense, strong pitching, hang, and after seven innings, it was 0-0. Both uh, Noah Bowles for Blissfield and Ethan Bork for Hudson went more than seven innings before they got pulled. Hudson put Jesse Heistan in, Blissfield put in Clayton Montang, and there were still no runs scored through 15, through 14 innings. So they played the equivalent of two games, and not a single run was scored. Where they also, both teams changed pitchers in the 16th inning. Blissfield put Dean Wyman in, Hudson put in Isaac Davis, and Still no runs are scored. After 16 innings, they suspended the game due to darkness and said that they would resume the next day at 4.30 p.m., which is what happened. And they started off the 17th inning. Still no score. Our both pitchers who had came in the 16th were still in, and they were still dealing. At one point, Hudson did load the bases with nobody out. Still couldn't put her on across. And then we finally get to the 21st inning, the bottom of the 21st. Blitzfield, Zach Horky, he singles to get on. He steals second. Noah Bowles is intentionally walked. And then Ty Wyman comes up to the plate. Hits a line drive to the center field. Pulled for a base hit. Zach Horky round third. He scores, beats the throw. Blitzfield wins it one to nothing. And just to put it in perspective, that half game was the longest in Michigan High School Athletics Association baseball history. I've actually got it up here. This is what Steve Babbitt 
the athletic director at Blissfield posted, he said that the previous game that went, the previous longest game was between Grand Rapids South Christian and Hudsonville Unity Christian, which, yes, tied for a 30 for 30. What if I told yeah, you? Yeah, this is what you, yeah. you swagger jack. But I guess since <laughs> it's the Tales from the Diamond, we'll put in the swagger jack music. Yeah, basically, I decided to call it 21 to win a 30 for 30 film directed by Billy Corbin. <laughs> so anyways, the previous game was South Christian against Unity Christian in June of 2000 that took 19 innings, although runs were scored there. There were a few other games that went that long. One was the Cubsy and Carlton Airport back in 1968. And an interesting tidbit from that one is both starting pitchers from that game that day went all 19 innings. But, of course, that was before anybody gave a damn about pitch counts or innings pitched or anything of that nature. <laughs> you went, You pitched until your arm fell off, I guess. What, back and in the day? <laughs> that was back in 1968. But there was also a write-up on this 21 uh, a game from the Toledo Blade. Paid, I've got up. And according and nationally, 20 scoreless innings actually ties the national record, which was set in 1997, between Blue Valley North and Blue Valley Northwest in 97 in Overland Park, Kansas. And it was the 12th game nationally all-time to reach 21 innings. And, of course, if anyone wants to know what the record for longest high school game is, it was 25 innings, and it was set and happened twice. In 1967, two teams from Honolulu, Hawaii, and then again in 1975 by two teams from California. So uh, that was pretty – I mean, honestly, I was – Thoroughly impressed with the way both teams played. And another kicker, 21 innings played in one game, and only one error was made. It was Hudson had a pulled foot off of first base. And at some point earlier in the game, but it did not result in any runs being scored. And I think that's just a testament to show that both of these teams are very well coached. I mean, I've mentioned how great of a job Larry Tuttle does at Blissfield. He's been there 52 years. Jeremy Beal at Hudson, I think he's got a very well-coached team there as well. I wouldn't be surprised if they get to another state semifinal again. They did go on a run a couple years ago to the state finals, and they actually lost a 10-inning game last year in the regional championship to Summerfield High School. But that was just some good baseball, and of course, in game two of the doubleheader, Blissfield ended up winning 13-1, and they just kind of let the offense kind of broke loose for them in the uh, third inning. They got six runs on the board, I think at that point, Hudson was just too gassed to score. They had petered out. And as a result of those two games, Blissfield did sweep Hillsdale yesterday and clinched their 54th conference title um, so they're the LCA champions for 2019 for baseball so gotta give a shout out to Coach Tuttle and the guys also want to give a quick shout out to uh, 
who uh, a few guys from Airport High School who play for Blissfield Post 325. That would be uh, Luke Goins, Casey Jones, Carter Fitzpatrick, and TJ Potkova. They play for Airport. Airport ended up winning the fourth straight Huron League Championship. And they are ranked number one in the state in Division Two. Okay, so I know that means we probably won't have those four playing for post three two five early in the season, but you know what? That doesn't that doesn't bother me too much. I know they've got a chance to bring home some hardware. So congrats wanna give congrats to those guys. Also wanna congratulate Bedford High School for winning the SEC. He and they're actually in the top 20 in Division One, So I think that's a team that could possibly do some damage in the postseason. And also, Summerfield High School, coached by a friend of the show, Travis Pant. He's got a pretty important game coming up against Sand Creek. Wins two of them. He ends up winning the Tri-County Conference. And Summerfield is actually ranked in the top five in Division Four. So there's some pretty good baseball teams around my neck of the woods. So I, just want... I think this area always has some good baseball to watch, whether it's in Monroe County or here in, in Ohio, in Northwest Ohio, basically. Uh, it's kind of get, get a little slept on. And not to mention, not a lot of people, you know, talk about the baseball up there in Michigan because um, it, there are smaller divisions. But like you said, there is some good baseball to watch. And you, you've actually um, uh, uh, umpired a lot and you've had tales from the Diamond before. Yeah, this is like, this is really the first time I had one from a, a game that I was on the microphone for, mm-hmm. or being there for tw- twenty-one innings. And I, I, I think the first game I was up in the, I was up in the box, and uh, John Bowles, uh, Noel Bowles' dad, was up there with me running the board, and then uh, Zach Horky's father, Chad, was up there with me at points, and I think we just were talking. Like, like, how long is this going to take? And it got to the point on Tuesday where, like, there's no way in hell we're going to start this second game because we won't be able to finish it. But, I mean, again, to go to go 21 innings and be able to pull out a win like that, I, and, and I even mentioned, too, Everybody there's no any there's no any limit or nothing because I know you said something about I remember you texting us and it was like way late in the night or something. Well, varsity doesn't have limits unless okay. unless of course you're in like a, a regular season tournament where they will have a time limit. And, and I know at, at some leagues it's the sub varsity level. If for doubleheaders, they have a two out. They'll have a two-hour time limit for both games, which means, by rule, a new inning cannot start after two hours after the time of the first pitch. So, but varsity, uh-uh. you play until somebody wins or loses, uh, even though that might take uh, the better part of a day to do. Wait a minute, though. So that means to tell me that those ball fields have lights. Well, some of them do. Blitzfields uh, does not, so that's why they had to resume it the next day. There are some fields that do have lights. Like, uh, I know Erie Mason has lights on their field. Um, shoot, I'm trying to think who else does. I know uh, Carlson High School School has uh, lights. Jefferson High School has lights. Flat Rock High School has lights. Um, the rest of... The rest of them don't. I wish I wish they would, though, but, again, that would cost a lot of money to do. 
Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, sure. But there's a lot of good di- ball diamonds here too. Uh, unfortunately, it seems like baseball's kind of fading. Yeah, went for that. That is a downer. But you know, it's a it's a game I still enjoy. Now I'm saying a, a public address. I also enjoy umpiring as well. Well, I know I know there's times where it seems like games will take forever and ever. Because I know Monday I had a I had a game that I was umpiring that if it, we only got five innings in and we we were I told both coaches that we were pat we were this is going to be the last inning and that last inning took forever because pitchers could not throw strikes to save their lives. Mm-hmm. But I, I won't mention who, who they were. I don't want to sound like I'm throwing them under the bus. But hey, sometimes you got to sometimes, sometimes you got to throw. Happens. Yeah, sometimes you have to throw them under the bus. Now, what's your schedule like? for the rest of the the month now you got to do baseball all the way through july or how's that work well i do know that uh in the uh coming the coming uh weekends i know saturday will be districts i'll probably be wa- i'll be watching some district action and pot on uh the first of june i know blissfield is going to be in a district of erie mason it's going to be a not going to be an easy one though. They got to go through Sand Creek and the first round, and then they'll have to get Erie Mason, who has a very good pitcher and Drew Ballantyne. I'm only a junior, but I think he's starting to get he's starting to generate some interest. And then they would on the other side of the bracket, it's St. Mary's Catholic Central, who's not who's not overly dominant, but they're pretty solid. They're a very solid team and. I know I know a few of their assistant coaches pretty well. Well, and then Dundee and Adrian Madison play the other opening game, and unfortunately, neither of them are very good this year. Mm-hmm. But it's that it's that time of year where things are getting pretty good for baseball, even softball, even soft, even girls softball as well. There's some pretty solid teams. I know Dundee's team is actually. I believe in the top, they're in the top five in Division Three. I know they're going to be playing a tournament out in Portland, Michigan, so they're getting in one final tune-up before district play, and they may have to go through Blissfield softball team, which has been on, has been kind of on and off. They, I know they split with them, and St. Mary Catholic Central, which that. They had running around and winning three state championships, got knocked out in the regional round last year by Clinton. And and they and they're still up there in the rankings too. So it's June June's gonna be a good month. There's gonna be a lot of good baseball softball. Also in June I will be announcing the Monroe County High School football all star game on June fourteenth, which Dundee is hosting. So anyone up in that area, June fourteenth, come check that out and Get your foot, get your football fix until uh, hold you over till August. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and it, it's kind of funny that it seems like you know, I, I don't know. It, it's kind of odd that it seems like football season is right around the corner because once you hit June, then people start talking about training camps and stuff, and it just seems like football was just over yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then, I mean, I've been talking a little bit with the Friday Night Victors guys as well, and. I know, shameless plug, we just uh, upgraded our website, 
So check that out, FridayNightVictors.com. There's going to be some content coming, like, in late June into July. I've been working on my schedule analysis series, just kind of getting that stuff all ready to go. And also, I think some of the big stories in this area for high school football is two conferences that are going to have some new faces. I think I mentioned previously that Erie Mason, they're going to the Tri-County Conference, was back to eight. And now the Tri-County Conference is now back on seven schools as Clinton High School is returning mm-hmm. to the Lenawee County Athletics Association. They were a member of that conference until 2007 where they mm-hmm. went to the Tri-County. And now they're back. So I think Lenawee County Athletics Association is getting tougher, at least in terms of football and wrestling, baseball, softball, um, well, and um, probably even in, um, in a track and track and field as well. Clinton's got a very, very solid athletic program. They've won, they won a fair share of conference titles when they're in the TCC. And, and they've got – their football has been solid too. They've made a couple runs to the state finals in recent years. Their baseball has been – pretty solid as well wrestling i know got to the finals last year and lost to hudson so it's gonna be we got some fun times coming up that'll ha- that'll all happen in uh, the year 2020 officially mm, nice nice well frank once again thanks for calling in man the tales from the diamond and also your uh um NHL power play NHL season is almost coming to an end so we'll probably be actually you know what we, we, we forgot I guess we have to put this in here to the teams <laughs> yeah the uh, Carolina Hurricanes and the San Jose Sharks yes. uh, yeah get the vacuum cleaner out so. and the Portland Trailblazers uh, yeah they are gone fishing <laughs> yeah or as I can say they have turned on the vacuum man yeah be interesting to see what happens in that uh, Milwaukee-Toronto series. I know the Raptors are now, is it 3-2 now? Yes, yes. And the game is on, actually, later on, if you're listening to us on the show today, today on Saturday. Uh, and then if if the Bucks win, they play on Monday. And it says yeah. here, also, Kevin Durant is unlikely to play the start of the NBA Finals, which would be interesting. Ooh. Some are saying that it could be possibly an Achilles tear, but they're not going to announce that Ooh. just yet. Possibly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know they they won without him against Portland, and but I think you get, you get Milwaukee or Toronto, that's going to be a little bit of a difference, especially if uh, the Bucks end up coming through, because I think that's gonna really give Golden State some fits, but if he if he's able to come back, then uh, you could pretty much pencil Golden State in for the Pat Riley three peat. Yeah, yeah, and and it would be next week we'll have the discussion. Are the Warriors really one of the best teams ever? Well, I'd say probably right now we we can have that we could say lead towards yes because they've. They've been able to keep they've been able to keep everybody around, but I, I think also next week we may have to mention can they keep it going because this I'm here this could be a pretty crazy summer for free agency and trade for the NBA, but that's something for another time. Yeah, that is true, man. Uh, once again, Frank, man, thanks for calling in, man, and uh, you know what? Have a good weekend and uh, enjoy oh, watching the 
the start of the uh, NHL playoffs and also the NBA finals should be starting next Thursday, actually. Yep. Can you believe it? That's man, we we are really the years has gone by fast, and then we get into the month of July where basically there is nothing going on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> don't don't you hate that? Yeah. Well, at least I'll have a Whitfield uh, post three two five baseball to look forward to. <laughs> Umpiring or announcing? Announcing. Okay. And okay. I don't. Yeah, so. And then you'll be. At least in the... I'll have a. Hopefully, hopefully you'll be in the studio as well. Oh, yeah. I hope so as well. All right, man. All right. You have a good one, Derek. Yep. That was Frank Baster here on the phone lines. Make sure you always listen to us on our podcast, uh, WHUT After Further Review on SoundCloud, and just After Further Review on iTunes. If you've got an iPhone, make sure you go over there, subscribe, give us five stars so we can circulate that and everything around. We'll have more After Further Review after this here on 88.3 WXUT.